Aloha, everyone. It's Amora St. John back again Friday morning with Gutsy Women Radio. And um, I have a wonderful guest today. But before I introduce Rita, I did want to let everyone know that tomorrow, which is January 18th, there is going to be a Women's March and Festival happening right there again on the, uh, at the University of Hawaii Maui College on the big Great Lawn. They call it the Great Lawn. And if you recall, I think three, two or three years ago, uh, it was a huge turnout. Thousands and thousands of people came. And we're hoping to get a good turnout tomorrow. It all begins at 8 a.m. I know at 8.30, Laohu Ryder and May Dean will be there to, uh, to pray us in and to launch the, the, the march. And this year, there's something a little bit new. It's going to be a uh, 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 booths and crafts and, and things to hang out and do uh, after the parade and a huge list of entertainers. And these, uh, the main speech uh, is going to be by Teresa Shook. And she is the woman who actually got the whole thing going several years ago. She put a, a Facebook post on her Facebook page that we should have a women's march was shortly after the election, as I recall. And um, 10,000 people shared it the next day. And that's what started this, this nationwide march for, for women and what women's beliefs are. It's sort of the beginning of the Me Too movement, I do believe. So that's tomorrow. It's January 18th. If the show reruns on Saturday morning, uh, it'll be too late. <laughs> so anybody hearing now, please spread the word. And um, I'll be there myself with bells on. And thank you, Steffi Garrett, who is a, a wonderful friend of mine and was a guest on the show. She is going to be, um, she is leading the parade tomorrow. She actually put this thing together. So looking forward to it. And now Rita, Rita Massey is my guest today on Gutsy Women. And uh, Rita, I know you from many, many workshops and seminars and dances, but I don't really feel like I know you. So I'm really glad you're here today. Welcome. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm really honored that you brought me in to be considered one of the gutsy women. You are, honey. Yeah. Um, in fact, I heard you on the air with um, uh, the woman who's the host of Motherhood. Uh, no, no, Nurse Practitioner, sorry. It's yes. a Nurse Practitioner show here on KAKU that I heard you on, I think, maybe a year or two ago. And I was particularly interested because um, I know that you're a cancer survivor, as I am. And you've been taking that walk for a while. And I really wanted to talk to you about that and how you're doing and um, how you're dealing with all of this. Because I know you've got a lot of, of, of uh, bags, uh, tricks in your, in your, your, you have a lot of things that you can call upon in your spiritual bag oh, to, yes. to move you through this. So, um, how, so how are you? Well, at this point, um, you know, I had a recurrence that came back about a year ago. Yeah. Or I was starting to deal with it a year ago. And, uh, you know, I have breast cancer, and I've been battling it again and doing very well with it. Uh, they have not had, I'm doing so well with everything shrinking, they're putting off doing the PET scan. Oh. But my sense is that there's nothing left at this point. Oh, great. great. And I attribute the majority of it to doing inner work. Mm. And it's not that you don't do the the proper things to take care of the body, whether you're using alternative or medical or whatever, but you got to get the inner work done. It's like the, the old Hawaiian tradition is that when somebody was sick and they needed healing and they bring in the kahuna, and the first thing the kahuna would do is conduct for the whole family ho'oponopono, mm. and they bring up all the issues that need to be cleared. Okay, once you get wow. all this cleared, then 
now the healing can start. And now you can start administering the herbs and the medicines and things like that. That's really cool. They do the prayer of forgiveness. Yes. So anytime there's an illness in the family, you mean they call the, the so like a prayer circle? Yes. And, and some they families. Do Ho'oponopono, which is, I think, for our audience, if they don't know what that is, it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And it's, it's, sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you, which is so powerful to say. And it's over and over again. Yes. And that's just one little piece of it. Like there was a whole, there's just a whole, um, um, it's a lot more complex with what the Hawaiians actually did. This is a very simplified version uh-huh. of it. Do you mean that that prayer is actually longer in Hawaiian? Well, what it is, it's, it's actually a process. And uh-huh. as the family gets together, and it's the intention of the process, but they sit and they hear each other out. So mm-hmm. all the grievances are brought up and heard and talked about. And this way, and in that attitude of, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank yes. you. Uh, in that spirit, they work these things through. So you actually did that for yourself. Did, did you call people together and, and do a ceremony uh, when you no. were diagnosed? Or how did, how did that work for you? I actually, because I actually have done it in different ways Mm -hmm. it's basically the same thing and it does number one i have to forgive myself for Mm -hmm. things as well as people in my life and just really let go of all of the negativity um that we tend to carry around we are actually programmed to survive we have to look for what's wrong Mm -hmm. and what's a threat Mm And in this modern time, it's, it's, there's a lot more going on than being chased by a tiger. And when you're not chased by the tiger, you let go of the sense of threat, right? Right. And here we keep carrying and carrying those stresses and those sense of being threatened. And so our, um, our bodies then are carrying around all these stress hormones, which actually suppress our digestion, our immunity, and our creative thinking. Mm-hmm. And in working on bringing down the stress level, you open up to creative thinking, you allow the body to rest, you allow the, the food to be absorbed, you have the immune system working, and so you have much more resistance to disease. Well, you know, that's so true, but in the face and of capacity a capacity to heal, in the, but in the face of a cancer diagnosis, that's really hard to dredge up that kind of, of energy of forgiveness and, and moving on and letting go. So it's a, it's a particular challenge. That's why you need to rehearse <laughs> before you have the diagnosis. <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. Absolutely. <laughs> Always a good idea. Yes. Yeah. So what, what else was your process to, 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 uh, since you've now had a relapse too? Uh, what has been your daily, uh, your daily ritual? My daily ritual, well, I, I practice uh, yoga meditation every day. And, first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah, first thing in the morning and in the evening. And then I also, sometimes I journal, um, you know, check in how I'm feeling yeah. and what that's bringing up. And so there's always this thing. Uh, and asking a lot of questions. So if I'm feeling squirrely about something, I can ask questions around it. I can ask questions, how can I shift this? And I did a lot with a body work called Access Consciousness, and I actually worked with an Access Consciousness facilitator this time around. Mm -hmm. And we really worked with those types of questions, and some of them are pretty meaty, get right down to the nitty-gritty, and a lot of things you don't really want to look at and face. But somehow when you have these questions that op- with the intent to open up awareness, it's a lot 
easier than right. you would think. Well, you know, I took access consciousness for a weekend, Max and I did, and I know that there's a lot of points on your head and, and your body that you tap. It's kind of like the tapping well, solution no, in a way, because yeah. it opens up the meridians and then something happens there. Yeah, it's not tapping. It's where you just, just hold points on the head. Oh, just the head, okay. And that just somehow it re- mm-hmm. feels like it releases static. Mm-hmm. And this is the access consciousness bars. And I am an Access Consciousness Bars facilitator. Oh, you are? Great. I can teach Access Bars classes to anyone who would be interested. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done it in a little while because I've been distracted. But yeah. if I get the interest from people, yeah, I'll go ahead and, and organize yeah. a class. Kathy Williams was on the show last year, and, and she talked about that too. Yes. And I saw her. I knew her before she did Access, and her whole entire demeanor has changed and shifted and her energy and it's just mm. extraordinary to see the transformation in her yeah so she's totally dedicated to this process oh yeah and i took a lot of classes from her she's phenomenal yeah yeah and it would be interesting to know how she was when she talks about how she was it's hard to believe yeah. i know it's true it's and i true. know that with my first access bars class it took me instantly out of a deep depression really? that I was in, yeah. Yeah. Was that from and the my cancer life diagnosis or was it from something no, else? No, it was just having, uh, I don't know, it was just a lot of life happening. Yeah. It was really hard. Yeah. yeah. And I was still adjusting to living here. I hadn't been living here very long and didn't mm-hmm. know very many people. And all of a sudden my world opened up and I got connected to all kinds of people. Uh, I got a job. I got um, uh, on Toastmasters. Uh-huh. And... The coolest thing, actually, is that I kind of walked into the Mana'olana Pink Paddlers. Oh, that was a great thing. I've done that a few times because I could wear the pink ribbon having had cancer. So it was great to go canoeing, right? Yes. And so that's really become a passion of mine. And this is such a wonderful community. I really want to spend some time talking Mm -hmm. about the pink paddlers. I mean, you're talking about gutsy women. Yeah, that's really true. You're talking you know, about I, all the I think survivors. it's gutsy just to get in that canoe and paddle. I, I did it a few times, and it was like, this is hard work. Yes, when it is. When are we going to stop and enjoy the view? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So I didn't stick with it, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, and uh, how many of these women, like the pioneers of our club, actually started out doing a voyage not only to Lanai, like Paddle for Life, it was like the first Paddle for Life, but they actually paddled all the way around the island. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And they're not all young women either. No, and they were not all well, and they were not experienced. Wow. They had Kimo Keo and Hawaiian Mike to help them and to uh-huh. guide them as experienced paddlers and uh, whatnot. But how long, did it, how long did it take them? Uh, that's a good question. I know that I've done the Paddle for Life to Manele Bay, and it takes about four hours to cross oh, the channel. Oh, time. But to go all the way around Lanai takes pretty much most of the day. I bet. I bet. And then it, we still spend the night yeah. uh, on Lanai because mm-hmm. we don't want to go back the same day and have all that wind up. Mm-hmm. So we spend a night, and it's just a nice community gathering, kind of a party, and we eat food and yeah. hang out and talk story, mm-hmm. and then we head back in the morning. That's so great. Well, you know, just the very fact that you can do that as a cancer survivor and um, tells you, your, your higher self or your inner being, um, that you can do anything. Right. That, it's, that you can conquer this. It's incredibly empowering. Yeah. Just incredibly empowering. I have no words so anyone who 
is a cancer survivor is enjoyed it is uh, encouraged really to join the club if you have any inclination for the water or outdoor sports or anything like that and if you don't feel up to it we just let you sit and ride uh-huh so that you get out on the water with us because that in itself is it's such really a healing experience yeah. yeah we've had people that have started that way where they literally had to be lifted into the canoe because they were so weak mm. and taken around in the canoe with the crew. And after they got better, they started paddling and built up strength. And there's two ladies that became racers. Really? Out, yeah. of, the, out of the cancer group? Yeah, they joined regatta wow. clubs and became That's racers. That's very cool. Yeah. So do you go every morning? Is it, It's Tuesday and Thursday mornings, right? Tuesday Early. and Thursday mornings. Uh, we launch about 8.15, but uh-huh. if you're new, the first time you want to be there by 7.45 so we can take care of paperwork, get you a lesson, and get you a paddle. Uh-huh. Okay. And then it's it's free, isn't it? To, to... Two survivors, it's free for the first time. Okay. And then it's like $10 or something. So it's affordable. $20. Every, but every here's time. the thing. If you're a survivor, you can join for, I think, a buck or two, uh-huh. something like that, for the first year. For the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's even then it's free or no? Oh, after then, then it's a uh, hundred and seventy-five a year. year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a really it's, that's a great entitlement. It's still cheaper than the gym, of course, and way and more, a lot fun, more fun. Absolutely, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you know how I dealt with mine. I, I think I've uh, talked about this on the show a little bit, and uh, I wrote a children's book about it too. It's called Grammy's Chicklets, because we I never used the word cancer when I was going through it. Had I had a um, Uterine, uterine cancer. And so back in Marin County, and I remember Max saying, you know, we're not going to talk about cancer for a year. It's just I don't like that word. And I remember saying, well, well, what do you want to call it then? And he just made it up. He said, well, how about chiclets? <laughs> and I just tickled me. And I thought, and this is the very day I got the diagnosis. And I said, okay, from now on, I have chiclets. And it sounds silly, but you know, all my friends called it that. And, and my family thought I was crazy, but it helped <laughs> me get through it. Yes. So I didn't, I didn't take it that seriously because this is just the third dimension anyway. Yes. We're all heading out. So so that was helpful. I think whatever works for your own personality is, yeah. a, is a great way to go. And one of my paddling sisters, her way of dealing with it, she had it very seriously like a stage four. And she went to some alternative clinic in New Mexico. And when she was there, she saw somebody just being out on the street you know, she was just feeling really down, and she looked out at somebody on the street, and this guy was just being really, really happy. And she just decided right then and there, mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy no matter what. Yeah. And she turned it around. Yeah. And she's great to be around. Isn't that yes. something? Well, you know, I, you have to say crisis brings that about. Yes. The, the greater the breakdown, the, the greater the breakthrough, really. So sometimes there's nothing. I, had, I did a show. In fact, I did a radio show back in Marin called Women of Courage. And for five years, I interviewed women, mostly with breast cancer, because Marin had the highest rate of breast cancer in the country at the time, which is really crazy. Wow. So I thought, well, let's address it, and let's talk about their, not just their physical journey through cancer, but their spiritual journey. Of course, that's before I had it. But uh, it was just fascinating to hear people thank their diagnosis, thank their cancer, that it had changed their lives completely. They yeah. wound, I wound up getting off the fast track and, and working with kids. Mm. You know, and going to Maui. Mm. It totally mm-hmm. motivated me to move here. Why wait, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And for me, uh, it's been a gift in learning just a lot about love mm. and learning to love myself. 
and opening up my heart to people and opening to community and I mean the blessings have just been amazing that it's woke me up to certain things and brought me to certain levels of being that I don't think I would have explored if I had not had cancer absolutely and each time it's come back it's like oh there's another lesson there's another way to go deeper good for you and, you know, I also know that I, I didn't get there, but you had a fundraising event at the Wailea Healing Center, which I thought was really brave, too, just to come out and say, here I am. And how did you do with that? I did very well. And Good. people were so kind. And so it was it was a love fest. Uh-huh. And it was at the Wailea. Yeah. yeah. Wailea, uh, Rebecca and, uh, and uh, David were just and wonderful David. and yeah. very generous to host the event. And musicians came and played. Louise Lambert came. Yes. And, you know, free time. You know, uh-huh. it was and a silent auction. It was just this beautiful wow. experience. I am so happy to hear that it actually paid off, too, because every little bit helps. When I went through cancer, we had a, I had a wonderful group of friends, and they called, and they did this for other people, too, who had life-threatening illness, is they did a financial family. Mm. And every month I would get a check from 10 or 15 people saying here this is to get through the month yeah and it was really extraordinary that that came through for me and i got a lot of support from uh, the pinks i had not had a cancer recurrence since i've been here on maui so i did not know my way i didn't know the who's who in the medical community here Uh too much Mm -hmm. and so uh i got a lot of good guidance from people they know who the good doctors are and sure so they kind of help steer me into the right direction because I started with one doctor I ended up not being happy with Mm -hmm. and now I'm with someone I'm very happy with and I'd gotten my second opinions and whatnot and and got on a good track as far as the medical side of it Um, I also did some you know because following my own heart and this is what I really encourage anyone in any situation and with cancer you're really they they tend to really you get really frightened into, okay, you got to go this, 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 and this down the medical route. Right. Sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes not. And I actually, this time around, I had two very different opinions as to what kind of course to take. From two different doctors? Yes. Uh-huh. From, yeah, yeah. One was wanted to be very aggressive with the, with the toxic treatments, and the other ones not mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. And I kind of waited out and looked at, for myself, at the lab reports and whatnot and go, okay, it makes more sense to go this other way here. And nope, then to add without in the toxicity. And do some something less toxic. I will be upfront and said I did say I've done ozone therapy and did very well with it uh-huh. as well. Great. So uh, but that's my personal choice. I made a lot of choices as far as what to do with my body and I honor what Ever feels right for people because some people they're comfortable are more comfortable staying within the medical system mm-hmm. other people want to stay outside of it as much and I go keep an open mind about both yeah because the potential tools in there you know on all sides you know and figure out your particular case mm-hmm. and, and as far as who you are as your personality and your soul direction yeah, that's it true. It really comes down to your own soul direction. Yeah. This is an experience you are now launched on. Uh-huh. Like it or not, here you are. Yes. So what's your, what's your choice, you know? Yes, I embrace it. Myself, make the I best can take of it. this up or I can take it down. Exactly. Really easy to do either one. 
And I just chose to take it out because I just thought, oh, I can't, I can't stand to be in the, in, the, in the dumps for the whole process. Right. It's never going to help me get through it. So that was a change. And I also thought you do, I think, when you're diagnosed, what brings you the most peace of mind. I got that advice mm. from a wonderful friend back in Chicago. Beautiful. And he said, whenever I'm stuck, I just ask, which will bring me the most peace of mind? Is it getting the surgery or is it not getting the surgery and taking the boat trip or whatever it might be? Yes. You know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we're all different metabolisms, too. What works for you might not work for me. Yeah. Did you have chemo and radiation, Rita? Um, this time around, I didn't do any chemo. Uh-huh. I've been doing some hormone therapy uh-huh, uh-huh. because it's a hormone-dependent cancer. Oh, I see. Uh, but they offered a chemo pill, and I go, I'm doing the ozone. Mm-hmm. Good. And th- that way, there's no toxicity, no sickness, no, you know, I, once I, reco- I had to get a surgery, once I recovered from that, it's just, you know, yeah. off and running. Yeah, that was true Back for me into too. my life and back into paddling mm-hmm, and, you mm-hmm. know, those things that bring me joy. Exactly. You know, that make life worth living. And if yeah. you're feeling half sick all the time, I feel it's really hard. For me, it would be really hard to keep a positive frame of mind mm-hmm. and keep and focusing on the next work. pill to take or the next surgery to have. Yeah, and I know. I know. I mean, I think it would be different if you're a younger woman and you've got your whole life ahead of you and you, you know, just look at what Angelina Jolie did. Yeah. Everybody has to kind of weigh it out and make mm-hmm. the choice that feels right for them. Mm-hmm. Even as a younger woman, I don't know if I would do what Angelina <laughs> Jolie did. I know. I know. Um, it just shows you how different we all are. Though, exactly. It? Yeah. But if that's what her path to what's going to give her peace of mind. Exactly. You know. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worked for her. And it's worked for her. Yeah. She's back acting and she's back in the, in the game. And she doesn't have to worry about it. And she doesn't have to worry about it. It's so My true. sister-in-law did the same sort of thing. She said, take them both off. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, she's, you know, going, well, she wants to be able to move on and know it's not going to be a problem anymore. So that's what a choice, that's exactly. the choice she made. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, you know, I remember back in Marin, Andrea, what was her last name? Andrea, she was a fabulous woman. She looked like she was about 12. She had a radical mastectomy and she then she looked, you know, like she was 11. <laughs> and she led the breast cancer fund and she raised so much money for the, the people in Northern California who were so many of, of us had, had cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, so she, her, her goal was to, were, to help eradicate it by raising money and helping find a cure, mm-hmm. which I don't think we've actually found. But, yeah, I think we got to be careful where that money goes. Exactly, yeah. It went, it went to good use, but it's, uh, it's still not conquered, yeah. this question of cancer, or in my case, chiclets. <laughs> yeah, and that could be another whole ball of wax or it could. can of worms or whatever. <laughs> it could. Get it into, could. like, what's going on with that. Yeah. But we've got to do the best we can and be really positive and make really empowered choices. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Rita, that's why I see you everywhere I go at all these gatherings and the Tara dance and so many other things that are offered here on Maui is to keep that energy flowing. Absolutely. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it's why Absolutely. I go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's something that is really important to me, for me to, like, Engage in community activities, mm-hmm. and uh, and thank God we're on Maui too, where yes. there's so much going on. Yes, I, I was mean, a, every weekend. There's something, right? You know, I'm moving from Southern California. I thought it was going to be a lot sleepier here, and I couldn't be more wrong. It's true, and it's all true. of the things, places, and things, and adventures, and activities I've gone into. I've gotten into more political stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I. 
did not expect at all, mm -hmm. but some issues have arisen, and I felt uh, I need to do um, do to a little social activism. To do a little activism, yeah. and and um, I'm actually in here, be, Maui and and Hawaii being a lot smaller. I mean, there's so many more people mm -hmm. in California. You don't meet your representatives. No, here no. they're no. like your neighbors. I, I mean, yeah. I I came here. When we had an, had one that had lived or grew up down the street from me, uh -huh. you know, literally, well, not quite down the street, but in the same neighborhood. Exactly. And uh, now there's my state representative lives down the hill from me, mm -hmm. right? That's so cool. And I've gotten to know her because I worked for her. Yeah, I had so, Ellie Cochran on the show and, and a lot of the other women who ran uh -huh. uh, at the last election, which was really exciting. They're all yes. gutsy women. Yes, they all are. And we've had a lot of women. Yeah. Um stepping up and it's really exciting yeah, yeah what do you think of elizabeth warren she's a gutsy woman she's getting yeah. up there i think she's really next to bernie now they say they're kind of toe and toe yeah that's kind of getting to be interesting i'm i'm favoring bernie really but i'd like to see them work as a team yeah and i think that they Maybe could they very will. well do at some point they might decide to do that well, i just think or, every woman listening out there should vote for a woman in the white house that everything would change you know, I've said this many times before, but I think that's the name of the game. And in fact, Barack Obama said, this was just last year, late last year, that if every country was ruled by a woman, that we would be in such better shape. That's what his wish was. And he said in every facet of society, the woman should be at the head. And he just came out with that. He was traveling at the time and that they recorded that. And I thought, this is true. Well, there's this something... Yes, there's something really interesting that Lynn Twist brought back from the Amazon. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard about oh, this. I know Lynn, yes, she's a wonderful woman. So she came back from the, she went down there and was working with some of these indigenous tribes there, and they're trying to keep uh, the developers, the miners, or whoever was there taking down their forests. And they said, they described to her how they have this system in place within their tribe, the men go out and do all of the hunting and the gathering and whatnot. And the women are taking care of the children and preparing the food and all this sort of stuff. So the men go out there and they get stuff and they do stuff and they're out there. And that part of the job of the woman is to tell the man to stop cutting the trees down, stop fishing, oh. stop hunting, we have enough. Oh. And this is like where they regulate the activity of the men to keep it in harmony with everything on the planet, mm -hmm. uh, with their environment, and say, okay, we have enough. We don't mm -hmm. need any more. Mm -hmm. You can stop now. Yeah. Well, in, Lynn uh, was, And she, is, then this woman, this, then they were saying to Lynn, this is how we do things here. Uh, we look into the West, and we don't see that. She no. says, where are the women? Yeah. Yeah. She, we heard the word she uses is sufficiency, that we are sufficient. We yes. don't need an abundance of everything. We right. just need a sufficiency. And I think she got that from the Amazon. Yes. No, yes. no question. Yeah. Yeah. So Rita, Rita Massey is my guest today on Gutsy Women Radio. We're going to take a little break and hear from our local underwriters. And then we're going to come back and continue the conversation. I actually brought some tarot cards with me so we can pull a card. Oh, that sounds fun. Okay. We'll be right back. Gutsy Women Radio welcomes Dr. Katie Gravison, who offers a powerful new weight loss program to our island community. Maui Weight Loss is an easy, natural way to get healthier, happier, and even gutsier. 
If you'd like to lose a pound a day, and who wouldn't? Dr. Katie's website is www.weightlossnow.com. Gutsy Women can be heard on Fridays at 11 a.m. and a replay on Saturday at 2. K-A-K-U 88.5 FM. Aloha Maui, Archie Kalepa here, asking you to help protect our local coral reefs by switching your sunscreen. Avoid sunscreens with oxybenzone and octinoxy, two chemicals that can harm or kill corals. There are lots of safe for the reef choices. Get info at mauireefs.org slash sunscreen. Brought to you with Aloha by Maui Nui Marine Resource Council, Maui's Visitors Bureau, County of Maui, Office of Economic Development, and me, Archie Kalepa. Aloha, Gutsy Women. Sacred Plant Medicine Yoga combines medical cannabis and yoga, which offers the potential for spiritual healing and awakening, allowing for your own innate healing to thrive. Log on to WaileaHealingCenter.com for yoga class times or call 808-344-4788. Gutsy Women, KAKU 88.5 FM, The Voice of Maui. The 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Hi, this is Steve Summers welcoming you aboard the Oldies Time Machine right here on KAKU. Enjoy special features like the Diner Tune, the Motown Memory, the Doo-Wopper, and the Elvis Moment. Come on! Spend an hour inside the Oldies Time Machine Sunday mornings at 1 and 10 a.m. right here on the Voice of Maui, KAKU. Gutsy Women Radio welcomes the Wailea Healing Center to KAKU-FM 88.5, the voice of Maui. Listen to Gutsy Women on Fridays at 11 a.m. and Saturdays at 2 p.m. Wailea Healing Center is a sanctuary for healing and rejuvenation with acupuncture, massage, and yoga classes. Gutsy Women Radio, KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Okay, we're back. But it's so great to hear the uh, announcement for Wailea Healing Center and, and Bree Wolf, who does Sacred Plant Yoga, uh, because they are, they were guests here and they love the show and they wanted to get behind it. So I just welcome them as underwriters and also mm. with Maui Weight Loss has just joined us too, Dr. Oh, Katie Grabson. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And really on the topic too is that when you're talking about that sacred plant, that that's, you know, so much more research is coming out as far as how that can help people with cancer. Uh, was that part of your practice? Not mine. It's somehow it's not really um, doesn't really resonate with my system that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I see how it works for a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel that it's a, a sacrament in many ways. That you can use it uh, respectfully, and you can use it for to really not only elevate your spirits. But to heal your body, all the CBDs that are out there now doing such wonderful things for people. Is that part of your therapy, the CBD products? No, no. I keep asking about that, you know, and asking my body, and it's less. No, no, that's okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, uh, I find that, like, for muscle thing, though, for muscles and stuff like that, I use a CBD uh, thing that's actually from a different plant that has very high in CBD. So you talk about these particular compounds mm-hmm. that are in in the cannabis plant and other com- plants that are they co-evolved with our physiology to help bring things into balance mm-hmm. and that's what that endocannabinoid system is about that's right and i think that what's been going on with the research on the cannabis and it's really been big in israel 
because it's not so suppressed as it is here. Exactly. Yeah, they don't have that stigma like they do here. Um, they're finding that so many things about it, and, and they talk about the entourage effect. In other words, these multiple compounds in single plants work together to get that effect, and that's the magic of herbs as opposed to where the Western medicine model is they take a single compound and they do the research and, and pra- um, right. create a drug that is like that, that compound or is a single compound. They understand the synergy of all these compounds that exist in herbs. And I think it's going to open the whole world of herbs as far as using as medicine. Yeah, and more and more so. It's, it's yes. just amazing. In fact, I tuned into our Bill Best show the other day, and he had a guest on who was, in fact, he had a speech at the Cameron Center about the plant-based diet, just eating green. Yes. And getting rid of the meat and the dairy. Yes. Which is, are you doing that, Rita? To- I have been following for a long time, pretty much plant-based. I eat, occasionally I eat chicken or fish. Mm-hmm. You know, I occasionally eat some cheese or yogurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for, I'd say, like, at least 95% of what I eat is plant-based. Yeah, good. Good for you. Yeah, yeah and that feels good to me. Yeah. I, I try to do it, and then I say, everything I eat is good for me. <laughs> do a little mudra and, and send the energy of the food in yeah. so that it's not going to do any damage. Right. I don't want to be overly squeamish uh-huh. about the yeah, food. Yeah, because that's no fun either. Right. But it's like, okay, I notice what I gravitate towards mm-hmm. and what's, what makes me feel good. And that's the thing. It's like, what's the feedback? Does this, this thing, food, feel good for me? And everybody's different. And some people are Absolutely. have sensitivities to certain kinds of foods that, that they don't agree with mm-hmm. them. So it's a very individualized thing. Yeah. I know, I'm not into it like, oh, you got to eat paleo. Oh, you got to no, eat, no, no. you know. No, or thinking because it worked right. for somebody else, it's <clears throat> going to work for you. It's right. not always the case. And the same with all the medicines, too. Exactly. So, Rita, pull a card here and let's see what uh, the Angel Tarot deck has to say to you. I always say, what do I need to know right now? I have two of air. Mm. Being unable or unwilling to make a decision, a stalemate, pretending there's no problem. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Ah. Decisions can be really hard for me. It's Mm -hmm. hard for me to go out there and that's where I got to work on on increasing my gutsiness is is being more decisive. Yeah. Well, it's good you know that. Yes. I mean, awareness is everything. Yeah. Once you know that, it's easier to implement. Otherwise, you're walking around in the dark. Yeah. And it's really, um, I think part of making that decision, sometimes it's like when you got to step out and make a commitment and really believe in that choice you're going to make. Right. And that's kind of like where I'm standing with my life direction, my vocation or whatnot, because I've been a massage therapist. I've been doing the access bars Mm. and a little bit of access facilitating and it's like to step into the game of being more into that facilitating and owning the spectrum of gifts uh, and doing the inner work and being able to do the spiritual transmission I'm capable of doing, too, which I have not really been putting out there yet. Yeah. I'm did, just did starting you, do to. Do you need to make a living? Um, I need to supplement what I have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So you have some offerings that you give. I do have offerings, Yeah. yeah. I think, Rita, just off the top of my head, you'll have to start like a, a, a women's circle for women who are dealing with life-threatening illness to talk about uh, your walk 
and the, the way you're dealing with it and to get the support of other people. I mean, obviously the, the paddling and all of that is doing that, but you know, people might uh, be willing to pay $10, $20 for a circle of people who could support their journey, oh. their health. What a nice idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's something to put in the hopper, definitely. I'm okay. trying to figure out how to sort of like create something, mm -hmm. get the energy going with it. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I've been involved in different types of uh, workshop type things of, uh, and learning facilitating skills over many years. Uh-huh. You know, since back in the 90s. Yeah. And uh, not really utilizing a lot of it, and yet that I really feel drawn to doing that. Drawn to how can I help people and help bring out mm -hmm. their spirit mm -hmm. and their inner power? Yeah, because to me that's where it's at. Yeah. Well, you know, and you're a walking, talking example of it. You know, you Thank haven't you. let the turkeys get you down, and you're making some powerful, positive choices for yourself. So you can model that, and you can model that for other women and men. Yes. You know, let's not leave them out. No, not at all. We need. The men, too. Men are, um, it's like we have, we have kind of like complementary um, uh, features, I could say, and that working that together so that we work as like teamwork. Mm -hmm. Not that one is better than the other, but mm -hmm. the, the teamwork of males and females. I mean, we at the canoe club, it's nice to have the physical strength of the men Absolutely. to do some of the work that needs to be done to help take care of the canoes or mm -hmm. uh, whatnot. Men do the grounding. They do the grounding. You know, the stabilizing they take a lot of, force. They yeah. take a lot of initiative. Uh-huh. And um, it's kind of like they do... I a great metaphor that, that, that women are the boat. No, men are the boat and women are the water. Oh. Which is kind of a cool thing to think about. They're just, they just kind of hold the hole and the man just steers the boat. <laughs> Let's go this way or that way. It's yeah, just one way of looking yeah. at it. But it is, yeah. A but lot of times the women are like the container. The Sometimes container. it's like the woman's the boat and the men are the crew. Yes. As yeah, a matter of fact, yeah. you know, we tend to, in a, at least in the Western culture, we tend to give the female gender to, to our boats. Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting. Oh, that is interesting. I hadn't thought, and so also, even in, in Hawaiian culture, the boat's like considered a person and huh. it's considered sacred in that way, that, hmm. that she's a person. And, uh, you know, you think about the, the, the Western Mariners, they give a personal pronoun. Not, they don't call the boat it. No, it's, that's true. It's a her. It's a she. It's always a she, huh? It's always a she. Huh. So, so in that way, we are acknowledging that that vessel is a person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and a, an entity, See, like a like a being, yes, not just yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's a being. Well, they probably came from wood too. The trees are were alive at some point. Yeah, supplied the the material, so that kind of fits. And yeah. don't they call tornadoes women, uh, women's names too, or not? hurricanes? Hurricanes, hurricanes. Well, now they're starting to to be unisex. They oh, is it male names now? <laughs> they ran too. out of women's names. Probably <laughs> <laughs> too many hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what do you have cooking in your life now, Rita? You've got something coming up in February? I have something coming up in February. I have something coming up actually on Sunday. We'll start with that because it's coming up real soon. Okay. And that is the Mystic Holistic Fair. I will have a booth there. I help organize it with Judy Levy. Oh, Judy, yeah. She's yes. a dear friend. Yes, she is. Yeah, she's a dear person. And she's like such a great community organizer type of person. That yeah. She's, uh, she just 
can kind of like bring in all the people. And she's been, she actually has been doing that for a while at the VFW yes. Center and before yes. that at the Temple of Peace. Yes, we do it at the VFW Center during the rainy season, mm-hmm. and we do it at the Temple of Peace during the summer. Oh, that's the dry how it works. Okay. It's too hot in Kihei. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Temple of Peace. So we kind of alternate, and we take like the hottest summer days mm-hmm. off when everybody's off island anyway. Mm-hmm. So we're having it coming up on Sunday from 12 to 5. I will have a booth there if people want to check out and experience some of my gifts. Good. I'm, you know, stepping into doing the soul empowerment healing so that there is this energy transmission and facilitation that goes on. So I help you field these questions mm-hmm. to ask of the universe to bring in your awareness, to bring up your awareness. So the questions that you ask. Is that right? Uh, we co-create the questions, I would have to say. Okay. And it's on a massage table? Or how does that Oh, we can sit? just, we don't even have to be in physical presence. You can presence. Sit, just sit face-to-face. We can, yeah. For, at the fair, we'll like sit face-to-face. Being at a massage table myself. <laughs> well, we could do that, too. I'll have my table because I'll be doing some access bars and oh, okay, uh, massage and other uh, Reiki and mm-hmm. those kinds of things, too. But this is what I'm really feeling excited about because this is the deepest transformation. So if you're really looking for a deep transformation, this is where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And this is like what will just, then when you get on a massage table, you're letting go. That's true. And you you have a much happier massage. That's true. Um, You know what you could do? You could have a little sign-up sheet for women who might be interested, or men, in a support group. group. That's a great idea. I think I'm going to do that. The level of interest, and then you'll have a kind of a mailing list. Thank you. Yes, I I do have a bit of a mailing list, uh, so people can do that. Mm -hmm. If you want to sign up, you can also, I'll go ahead and and announce it on my website. And I have two websites, actually. I think I will put, for the cancer support group, I'll put it on my Six Keys to Heal Cancer website. So that is... Oh, you've got a website already going for it, Six Keys to Heal Cancer. Good. And uh, it's six, the number six, Keys to Heal Cancer. Uh Dot com. Dot com. And you can go on there and you'll find a place you can go ahead and sign up for email. And I will announce it in the email. Um, I also have a, a website for all my other work that is healingbodyworkmaui.com. Healingbodyworkmaui.com. Okay. Yes. Great. Lots of ways to get in touch with you. And now in February, I'm very excited in that we have a very special, beautiful uh, opportunity. For cancer survivors, a beautiful resource for cancer survivors called the Maui Cancer Wellness Retreat. They do a retreat every year in um, in Napili, at the Napili Kai, uh-huh. and this is a weekend retreat, and we get sponsorship for uh, people that are dealing with cancer to go there for free. We have a, just a, a limited number of spaces available. Uh, and we may expand it if we get enough funding. We might do more than one a year. We don't know. But right now, we're also offering we, like I'm part of it. Not, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, so uh, I'm speaking actually seminars for, or, or this lectures. Is, this is or? like, yeah, a combination of, of like processes, you know, inner work processes. And uh, education, you could say lectures about um, nutrition, about... Um, it's a lot of things that cancer people have got to deal with. I got see. Really some good things about yeah. diet and nutrition and, and all of the information. Nice. Because it's um, headed by a woman who is a medical doctor, 
and also very interested in the energy healing mm-hmm. aspect What's her name? too. Her name is Dr. Bridget Bongard. Okay. Okay. And uh, she's she practices here on Maui, huh? I'm not sure. She might be retired. Uh-huh. I'd have to ask her. Uh-huh. She's a wonderful lady. She paddles with us. And um, anyway, so she offers these retreats and is organized with people who are like social workers. And, and um, you know, she has a hypnotherapist that regularly comes and, mm-hmm. and takes part in um, facilitating part of it. Anyway, I'm going to be facilitating a segment on the next, what the, we call the day treat. This is a one-day retreat uh-huh. that's going oh, to be treat. on February 15th. That's Saturday <clears throat> at the uh, Trinity Episcopal Church in Kihei. I believe it starts at 9 a.m. Okay. And you can go to MauiCancerWellnessRetreat.org. I think it is. And just Google Maui Cancer mm-hmm. Wellness Retreat. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up there. You know, it's for people who are on some aspect of the cancer journey. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, a, a very nominal fee of $20 to cover oh, basically great. lunch. That's great. So lunch is part of it. And wow. it's just wonderful as a little sense. You can, you can then connect and network with people and mm-hmm. learn a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great idea. Education and processes. What is the incidence of cancer on the island? Do you have any idea? That I don't know. Uh, it's a very good question. I heard that there's a lot of... Up to 100 diagnoses. I, can't, I don't want to give the wrong uh, facts, but I, I think I think it is somewhat prevalent here. Yes, I know a lot of people. Yeah, and people that. It, it, it yeah. makes me wonder though, because you're spo- the stress is supposed to be less here, the anxiety is supposed to be less on Maui, but other things must offset it because so much of this the, these problems are stress based, anxiety based. I think that yeah, I think a lot of us are you know of course uh, throughout the world we have just a level of toxins in the environment has increased so much. No matter and I what, think that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. and there's a great deal more stress. Uh, I think. And across probably the whole United States and a lot of places in the world mm-hmm. where we're getting more out of balance. Mm-hmm. And even economically, it's very out of balance. People here are stressed out about paying the rent because That's it's outrageous true. here. The Aloha spirit will only go so far, and then you've got to pay your bills. Yes. So it's about keeping your head above water and a smile on your face. Yes, and really? it's getting more and more difficult for people. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So. And I people leave, and I, I heard a statistic years ago that only about uh, 20% of the people stay past two years of people who, 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 who move here. here. Ah. Just because it's harder to, to make a living, especially if you're not you know, getting Social Security or something. And it's sad how many of the people that grew up here move away. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's what's really sad. Yeah, yeah. I met a really cool woman yesterday um, for the first time. Her name is uh, Leah, Leah D'Souza. And she's an actress and a singer here, and I'm writing a column called Maui's Got Talent for Neighborhoods, Neighborhood of Wailea and McKenna. Uh-huh. It's a magazine that goes yes. out to people's mailboxes. Goes into and mind. It goes to yours? Oh, mm-hmm. good, 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 good. So there's a, new, there's a new feature that we actually I co-created with Terry, who's the publisher of the magazine, during the show, literally on mm. the air. I said, Terry, let me write a column called Maui's Got Talent, because there's so much talent here that is, is often undiscovered. So she said, great idea. So now I've done my third interview, and Leah is one of them, and she was born and bred here. This made me think of this. And she's in her 30s, but she's got her family here, and she's done so much acting and had so much success that she is content not to have to move to the mainland or go to New Mm. York City or L.A. to make a go of it. 
That's awesome. But, yeah. you know, she's got, she has a lot of commitment and a lot of high intention, and I think that counts for a lot. And I think that says a lot about how well Maui supports the arts. It's That's phenomenal. True. That's true. It is phenomenal. I mean, how many islands our size has got, like, that beautiful facility of the MAC? Yes, right. Exactly. I mean, that's just like really. Do you know and how you that... go and you watch a play, and it's like it's like New York quality. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I get blown away. Yeah. you know, watching some of those productions. Exactly. Maui. Uh, it was called Maui Youth Theater that Leah began in when she was seven years old over by the uh, sugar mill factory, mm. and it was a little theater for kids. And all of these, these little stars now that were seen, and then they went on to Baldwin High School for this woman named Sue Loudon, who trained them all to be really great actors and uh, and also musicians mm. and that, uh, they spawned you know eric gilliam and kathy oh. collins and and uh, by the way kathy is hosting tomorrow at the women's march oh and so her, that always yes. adds a little extra ed- energy yeah. to it she's, she's a wonderful MC. she's so great yeah it's yeah, just wonderful energy yeah 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 so there's lots going on on this island yes in the winter it's a little gloomy these days though don't you think for me the weather affects my whole metabolism yeah. When it's too cloudy and gray for too yeah. long. But I'm thankful for the rain. Yeah. I'm thankful for the rain and on the south side. I think maybe on the north shore, they're probably tired of it. Yeah, I think <laughs> they're really tired of, of it. North north shore. Living on the north shores, the winters tend to be very wet. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't complain because I grew up in Chicago. And so I'm so far away from snowy, freezing cold winters. I should never, never complain. But there's something about the grayness that gets to me. Such so certain, like sad seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. Like people who are living in the winter, what weather have sad. Yeah, and you sit in literally you sit in front of a light box to get your 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 metabolism straightened out. Yeah, and get and your, your neurons D. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you feel better. So that's probably one big incentive of leaving Marin. It was a big incentive for me because Marin got cold at night, and four thirty in the and during daylight when daylight saving time ended, it was dark at 4.30 in the afternoon, 5 o'clock. And there's a lot of fog and clouds there, right? There, are, there is. It's yeah. fair share. Yeah. yeah. And it's be very beautiful, but I thought I would never leave. But, you know, who knew that Maui would offer so much uh, beyond what I thought was possible in California? Yeah. It's so rich here. It's Where just, did you come from, Rita? I came from uh, the San Diego area. Oh, okay. It's like, I grew up in a town called Carlsbad. Oh, yeah. On the coast. And then uh, I spent most of my adult life then in Encinitas, which uh-huh. is just south of uh, Carlsbad, about half hour from San Diego. And it's, you know. So you're a good weather girl. Uh, definitely a good weather girl <laughs> and a beach girl. And, uh-huh. and yeah. And, you know, I, I got into self realization fellowship and they have one of their main centers there in Encinitas. And yes, so I thought true. I would never leave there. Mm-hmm. But I got, I'd have to say I got called to Maui. Did you? Yeah. A lot of people I had say family that. here, and I was going back and forth to help take care of my folks, my parents. Your parents lived here? Yeah. Oh, wow. Usually it's the other way around. You know, you're here, and then you bring the parents. Oh, or... no. Well, that happened. My sister was here first. Oh, okay. And she brought them over. To Maui? Yes. No kidding. Yes. Oh, wow. And that was like 30-something years ago. Wow, Rita. So when they retired, they moved over here. Great. So you've got the, your family around you. Yeah. You're really lucky that way. I'm very lucky. I don't think I could have. I wouldn't be on Maui if it weren't for yeah, my Yeah, it's funny. That's what Leah said yesterday, too. She needs to be, uh, her family's all here, her cousins, and both her parents oh, are still yeah. alive. And she said, I just can't imagine leaving. Well, only some of us are over here. Some of you. Yeah. 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 I'm going to the mainland, though, to visit my daughter and granddaughter um, at the end of the month. 
and my friends over in Gilroy, California, mm. who own uh, Satori Wines Winery, just a great place. Yeah. So it's a little 10-day journey nice. to the mainland, which you forget it exists after a while. It's like, oh, yeah, that was a former life. I remember that life. So it'll be great to see my daughter and my granddaughter Yeah. again. I have a lot of relatives in the Bay Area. Do you? I, I kind of watched yeah. her grow up in, on FaceTime. Thank goodness for, for the technology. Yeah. At least it'll keep us connected. Yeah. You know, it makes such a difference. Yes, because I have a son back in California, too. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it helps. Yeah. Go on Messenger, you know. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> well, Rita, we're, we're getting close. So we've got three, about three minutes left. Anything else you wanted to let our audience know about? Um, or any further words of wisdom? I don't think so. I, I really <laughs> like your idea of forming that group. Okay, That's well, if anyone's really out there listening idea. Who, know, who is either dealing with a life-threatening illness, uh, probably namely cancer, but it could be heart disease maybe, I don't know. Um, I would have to open it up to people. It, there are some people that just have chronic illnesses mm -hmm. that... Are, Chronic fatigue real, and yes. yes, that's really true. Lyme's disease. Yes, and those people also, um, you know, that, that's easy to get so discouraged. Is, I have a dear friend is. who's dealing with this sort of thing, and it's something they can't even quite pin it down what it is, mm. and uh, it's very discouraging because she's she goes through lots of period, lots yeah. of times of feeling really yeah. unwell, yeah. yet. It's not life-threatening, and yet it's really putting a damper on her life. Well, and that's where support comes in. And yes. You've got, you got to be able to reach out and ask for it. But um, it's, it's, I had a women's gathering, a bevy of friends, basically back in California, and whenever one of us was in a crisis, we would instantly get on the phone and call like three or four or five people saying, can you come now or can you come tomorrow? Mm. I'm stuck. In an hour and a half, everything was cleared up. They, they, they got everything off their chest and they were able to get some wise advice from their women friends and everything shifted often for these women. And it's as simple as making a phone call. Wow. You know? Yeah. That's very cool. I mean, you could call it a crisis support group, but this was just friends helping friends uh -huh. in, in need it, right when they needed it. I think this is where we need to go as our, I do too. our society, as our culture, to really cultivate more and more of this kind of community support so yeah. we're really there for each other yeah yeah and we get so lost in our little bubbles we do in our grooves i always say we're all in different grooves sometimes yes. our grooves cross but mostly it's hard to get out of your groove and the groove becomes a rut yeah well that's where <laughs> what happens with a life-threatening illness yeah you get it gets you out of your groove and it gets you into a kind of a it, ditch sometimes just, yeah. yeah and it's, then you got to carve a new groove yeah so so yeah. good, Rita. Well, I'm glad you're covering this groove. And, and if people want to find you again, it's you, just they can just Google you, Rita Massey, M-A-S-S-E-Y. They can find me on Facebook. And Facebook. Oh, that's a great idea. And yeah, just message, message me there. I have uh, a Facebook page for Six Keys to Heal Cancer. Okay. Also, Higher Life Healing Arts. Very good. So that's a good way you can message either one of those if you're interested. Uh, well, Rita, thank you Because so I know much. those you can message and get right through yeah. quicker than you can. If you're not my personal friend on Facebook, uh -huh. just go to one of my, one of my, um, my Facebook pages. Cool. And I also, one more thing, I have a Facebook group okay. that is, um, oh gosh, I almost forgot about this, um, Mind and Spirit Over Cancer. Mind and Spirit Over Cancer. Thank you, Rita Massey, so for joining me. So those that are wanting some cancer support, that's another place I have Great. available. Mahalo. 
Mahalo for being here and everyone for listening. And we'll see you again next week. All right. Bye-bye.